0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 42nd episode of the 42 Podcast, where as always, we have your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan, but not as always, we have our good friends from the Dresden Files Podcast for a crossover event. How is everybody doing today? Fantastic. Yay, We, We have back Alex and Justin from the last time we did this, which is like, I don't know, like episode 34 or something like that. Actually, I'm probably older than that. I don't know. Hey, but new we have another Alex. So y'all introduce Hello. yourselves. I asked y'all to prepare like your favorite book and or movie so we can oh, make yeah. fun of you for having terrible taste. So why don't we uh, go from left to right? So Justin, why don't you start? Then Director Alex. Then New Alex. And yeah, so we'll go from there.
1: Favorite Favorite book and or movie. So... Uh, favorite book is definitely going to be from the Dresden Files, so if I actually pin one down, the other two hosts are going to beat me with some kind of rubber mallet. <laughs> Do, it. But, uh, <laughs> Do, it. Yeah. Do it! Do it!
0: Be a man um, of your convictions, my friend! I,
1: no, I know. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Skin Game, actually. So out of the 15, really? I'm going to narrow it down to Skin Game. God, yeah. you uh, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> The wrong. The False. A- the problem is I always want to go with changes, but That Changes is just its own beast, so... uh, Yeah, but you
2: never shut up about Turncoat.
1: I know, and Turncoat is definitely one of my favorites, but I think they get better each time. And so until, until, uh, you know, Tea Party comes out, then... uh, I'm just kidding. So until uh, Peace Talks come out, then this is what we got, so... uh, Movie is tough, because... I've always watched movies forever and my family's just kind of like we're the pop culture people so picking your favorite movies like what is it today Yeah um, yeah oh yeah I'm definitely there And then it's like which of the awesome genres so
3: well let's where go are you today with what genre
1: Well I I think I think I'm going to pull the Star Wars nerd and I'm going to I'm oh. going to say Empire Strikes Back. So yeah. Yeah, I, a that's really to do. I mean, if we wanted to narrow it down to like Star Trek, I could tell you my favorite Star Trek movie and blah, blah, blah. But
0: I think that's what I'm going to go with. So to keep this like under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with as many people as we have on the podcast, this, this could very likely be a long one. Right. <laughs> this is director Alex. How about you?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm tempted to say one of the Dresden Files also is a favorite, but I can't ignore how Dragon Prince, written by Melanie Ron, just really defines my childhood a lot. It's mm-hmm. kind of like from pre-teen to not teen, that really was my favorite, and I attached to it a lot, so i probably have to say that. Uh, but I'm probably going to now get beaten by my co-hosts now. So. Get the rubber
0: mallets. <laughs> Bring out the mallets.
1: You, you have seen a movie, right? Like just a movie? Yes.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: But that's the same problem. It's like I don't know what would be the favorite movie. It's which one is it that I've been binge watching lately. I have no idea. I actually can't remember the last time I watched a full movie. Um, Of the recent things, I guess I'd say Edge of Tomorrow. That thing was fantastic. So.
1: Okay i mean she's hot seriously so
2: yeah uh that movie was good i enjoyed that a lot
0: and new alex welcome to the podcast um, (laughs) who has (laughs) no video and we'll mock you incessantly for that
4: (laughs) That's
5: (laughs) that's fair um as far so, I'm actually gonna give a game for my favorite movie, because this game is very cinematic, and um, I'm kind of trying to I'm trying to spread awareness. I hope you don't mind. I'm kind
0: of going. Go for the it, game. man. We don't care. Um,
5: a couple of days ago, I finished Life is Strange. It's an uh, episodic. Um, On Steam. Yeah, it's Steam, PS4, Xbox One. Um, it's it was like. It was like it's it's similar to the Telltale games. I don't know if you guys have played any of those like uh The Walking Dead or The Wolf Among Us.
0: Both incredible but, games.
5: Yeah, but this like takes it up like a million notches. It's the story is so engrossing and the character the like the character development it, it feels like they're real people. Really? And it's it's just so good. <laughs> like, it totally... It, I haven't stopped thinking about it since I finished playing it. Um, huh. So I, I would definitely recommend that um, to anyone who's listening. Uh, it's really awesome. It's like 20 bucks for all five episodes now. Um, favorite book? I'm going to go with The Half-Blood Prince from Harry Potter. Boom! Not even Justin Files' book. What are you guys going to do about it? <laughs> I he, have that one, me
3: up with the rubber mallets.
5: <laughs> well, Halfway Prince, um, I don't. It just has my favorite story of all
0: the books. Um, Is that the one with the? Uh, it's the one where Dumbledore dies, right? Yeah. Like, spoiler alert. I mean, it yeah. books like 15 <laughs> years old, but right. you uh, never you know.
4: The movies and every it's the one instance one. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever you're first, because
1: yeah.
5: Dumbledore. First, right? No, that's definitely. I don't know. It's just always been my
0: favorite. um Yeah, my favorite
3: book. That is a good book. That's a really good book.
0: Man, I couldn't get that far. I got like a quarter way. Yeah, I I got a quarter way into uh, the fifth book, or the Phoenix, and I was like. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Your yeah. writing style is terrible. I'm done. I you know, quit <laughs> quit listening That's to him.
1: five more books than I made it, so good job.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stephen Fry does an amazing job reading those books. So I'll, I'll he give does. Him. He's an
2: amazing voice actor. I forgot that I was listening to a single person doing all of those voices and listening right? to the audiobooks. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ryan.
0: Favorite book and or movie?
3: Well, my favorite movie... <laughs> It's so hard to choose, right? Like right. one movie. But it has to be Fight Club. Mm, oh
1: nice. Classic. It yeah. defined me. Netflix. Like
3: as a kid. Like as a teenager. Yeah, that <clears throat> and uh, book? Man. I guess I'd go with the um what is it, Death Mask? Oh,
0: that's a good one. Oh yeah. With Nick
3: <laughs>
1: and uh yeah. you see director Alex over here like biting her tongue.
2: <laughs> no, Why? no, it's okay. We can just like do ranking yeah. At some point,
5: get
1: wow. into
2: like <laughs> war with each other just over yeah.
5: that bit. Did you guys listen to that episode or know <laughs> what we're talking about?
0: No, I've listened to uh, some of the ranking episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: We did like a two-hour-long episode where because the whole we were going to do a series of episodes where we ranked all the books in order, and we couldn't even get past what the first four books or five books, <laughs> and we got like tons of people. Like at least half a dozen or a dozen, I guess that's not a ton of people, but a bunch of people saying like, we fucking, uh, sorry, is there? No, 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 it's an (laughs) explicit podcast. Okay, we got people like, we fucking hate this, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was like so frustrating for them to listen to us go back and forth, but it was fun.
2: On the other side, we had a couple diehard fans saying that this is perfect, keep doing this, don't ever doubt yourself on this. And so we're just left really confused on what to do.
3: Yeah, whatever you want to do, who cares? Yeah, dude, yeah. They'll,
0: they'll, they keep coming back. It Doesn't matter.
1: Good choice, though, Ryan. I I like that book too. So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Or are you just uh, patronizing me? You making fun? No, no, of me no, no, uh, no for sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, good. I mean, death Death Masks. It's you know, Susan comes back, right? So yes. you get to see all the new sexy hotness, and you know, spoiler <laughs> alert. They have a kid because of the stuff that happens sexy here. Hotness. So <laughs> Right because of sexy hotness, you know. And you're like, huh, Butcher can write. So I don't yeah, know. That's the one that really
3: stretches. Yeah, that's up,
0: that's where he re- like it really takes off for me. Yeah. At that pass. Okay. Nice.
3: And cool. I'm such a huge fan of the uh the Denarians. Yeah. And I like right. I like at the end of that one you don't know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, he buries the coin. You're like, oh, where's Butcher going to go with this? I would, that's one of the few times where I wish I didn't have the rest of the series completed. I would have liked to have wondered what was going to happen next. Because in my universe, I read it, that one, and then instantly started the next book. I don't, you know, <laughs> right. as soon as I could. So I didn't have any waiting time to, like, ponder, like, oh, what's going to happen with that coin? Because in your mind, you know that Dresden is really seduced by that kind of power. It's like, mm, I'm curious.
5: You know, speaking of the denarians, and I was not on the last episode, and you guys started talking about Nicodemus, and I was listening and I was just like screaming to myself in my car. <laughs> I don't what? know if these guys like like um told you how I feel about Nicodemus the character. I just I I think you guys were talking about like what makes it, like or which characters are evil, right? No, I, it was a while ago. Yeah, something
0: like that.
5: Yeah, and someone kept saying that like Nicodemus wasn't like that, evil of a character, and I'm just like, <laughs> is, I don't know, but
2: Nicodemus
5: probably me, it was probably Alex. Yeah, like, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Nicodemus is the most evil character, period, in the story.
2: No, but no, we don't have to open that of worms. We there? don't have to open that can of worms. Okay. <laughs> I, I was listening
3: to y'all. Y'all recently had that discussion like two podcasts ago, right? Three podcasts ago.
2: Yeah, after you guys came on and we were talking about Nicodemus, we got criticism that we were like, missing a certain aspect of that conversation, so we had an entire new episode basically focusing on that. Right. And then like a little bit of other stuff at the end, so was, like, we just got into that conversation for a long time.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, think, I think there's an issue with actually defining good and evil the way y'all were. I think you can define it by lawfully good and evil, which would make things a lot easier. But then a lot of people in the story would fall into the evil category. Because even Murphy towards the end is doing things that a cop wouldn't approve of. So, if you're going to base it on what society would define as good and right, or right and wrong, they're all wrong. And if you're going to base it on, like, who's good for um, just that circle of story, then a lot of them are good. A lot of them take care of each other, and a lot of them are enemy friends, right? You know, they kind of scratch each other's backs against the greater evil. But... If you, if you didn't know the story, if you just looked at it from a whole, Marcone's a bad guy, Mav's a bad guy. The, if you just asked a five-year-old, hey, you know, if you just put pictures up, those are bad people. <laughs> <laughs> they are bad people. And Harry would be a monster. Like, he's already been described as a monster. He's a good guy, but barely. He's an anti-hero. He's not really even a good guy. Like, he does a lot of bad things himself. Right. There's a few times where he kills people that he probably shouldn't have. And well, Butcher just kind of, like, he just kind of, you know... <laughs>
1: Just look at Deathmasks, right? Deathmasks sells that 100%. You know, yes. Look, Michael Michael is the paladin. He's the yep. good guy. He, he has, to, he has to be good for you.
3: are the only two good people.
1: But Michael and Sonya aren't here, and I've got a baseball bat, so we're going to talk. So.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I love that scene. Uh, it's so the only good. thing that I wish would have been different is I wish he'd have shut the door with the bat. right. You know, just the end of the bat. Just shut the door and turned around a little slower instead of the way he did it. And uh, but yeah, it's perfect. I loved it.
4: Yeah. But yeah, he's well, not maybe
2: good- when we get a visual representation of everything, they'll do that.
4: Yeah,
0: one day, yeah,
2: perhaps. perhaps. Well, <laughs> but
3: listening to your conversation, I think the problem with the conversation was actually defining the good and evil. You know, a lot of people are defining you know good for or either Dresden or good for the immediate you know right now, but. The reality is most of them are actually bad people. Actually, most of them are monsters. It's just a good story. <laughs> well,
5: I think there's levels, right? There's levels of, of evil. Yeah. And Nicodemus is way, way, way at the bottom of I
3: think place. I <laughs> think Nicodemus is one of the only evil of the people. Like, actually evil. Like, if, um, if um, uh... I guess the paladin, if he's the good guy, like an actual, like, you know, Father uh, Fort Hill, if they're actually the good guys of the story, right? The Nicodemus is an actual bad guy.
4: Like yeah, ass, it, like yes actually he is.
3: evil. Yeah,
1: straight
5: up. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that.
3: And then I'm, they're gonna, all, put, you know, I'm gonna put
1: Mab light. in that wheelhouse too, though. Like, I think Mab is as close to the devil as we've seen. <laughs> She's just our devil, you know. Like, right. My my,
4: my, <laughs> I mean, my argument. My
5: yeah, my argument was that because Mab is a like Mab lacks the the ability to. To be, A, she lacks free will, and B, she doesn't have an understanding of what, just like Bob, doesn't really have an understanding of what is good yeah. and
3: bad. Yeah, I think I, I was so frustrated listening to y'all make that conversation because um, no one mentioned, they kept making choices, you know, talking about Mav being able to make choices. She can make her own choices or not. And no one mentioned free will. It's like, no, like, it's already been specifically said that she doesn't have free will.
5: I, I said that. I said that like, like ten times. I know, but hey guys, I didn't hear
3: the free will. Back me up, guys. I didn't hear those two words put together that would have made me feel better. No, that's the exactly argument that it really feels. works. Yeah, because exactly- uh, the one who was killed—that's the reason. Because we end up learning that the virus, or what is it? What do
2: they call that? Nemesis. Nemesis.
3: The nemesis. Yeah. It actually ended up allowing one of them to have free will, and that
2: well, was one of my problems in the entire conversation, both now and before. Was the fact that people are conflating free will and the ability to lie and those are different things just because Maeve could lie doesn't mean that she didn't already have free will before she couldn't so
3: i'd have to listen to it again but i thought i thought it actually specifically mentions free will i thought that I remember was
2: mab it, saying things like choices everybody wants choices or free will and everyone who doesn't have it wants it but
3: yeah there's a whole conversation about it
2: yes but just because mab couldn't lie doesn't mean that she didn't have free will because they can choose and how they push things. They still have choice. And but in that the way, they still have free will. What conversation
4: about
3: desire of free will?
5: I mean, I'm pretty sure straight up said that the fair, that the fairy queens don't have free will.
3: Yeah, I'd have to listen don't to it again. So. But I'm pretty sure. We'll have to listen to it.
5: But anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway, I don't think she
3: does. I really do think she's like a... Uh, oh, I think reaction. we
0: lost Justin. Did we lose Justin? Oh, no! There he is! Justin. Yes! And on this week episode of the Dresden Files podcast, we talk about free will. <laughs> uh, let's see. If I don't know about um, movies, because movies are tough because there are so many. But favorite book for me, I mean, this is mostly on its re-listening value. Is probably Ready Player One.
4: Ah, yeah.
5: You're the like second that. person to mention that book to me in like 48 hours.
3: It is now that I've read it four times. I'm starting <laughs> to see the holes in it. Oh yeah. It's a long time
0: <laughs> to wash the veneer off of it. But like, it's one of the few I books that. that I can put anywhere on, like anywhere yeah. inside the book and I can start watch like listening to it right it's away. Awesome. It's yeah. so good.
3: It is. It really is. Uh, yeah, yeah, have you ever read it Alex? No. No, I, I
5: might give it a try
3: though. Oh my god, it's a blast! Yeah. It's so much fun. It's like a, like a, you know, the old '80s. You know, like a movie like War Games or Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like you an seen epic those? scale of it. No, yeah, actually, just, it,
4: you know, what?
5: you've never seen those. I've never seen Ferris Bueller's
4: Day Off. No, you're oh a my god. <laughs> You're a terrible <laughs> fucking person. <laughs>
5: Hey, man. Nice to meet you, Don't kill yourself. <laughs> no, I, there's like a couple of older movies that I just never got back to, I guess.
0: I mean, to it's be not- fair, I only saw Godfather last year, but I've really. seen it now, yeah. Damn.
2: I've never seen Godfather.
0: It's overrated.
2: <laughs> really? Okay. Godfather 2 <laughs> is not overrated. But
0: Godfather
3: I, 2 is amazing.
0: I have not seen I, Godfather 2. I've only seen Godfather you have
5: 1. to oh. no. Godfather 2 is the epic. Yeah. Yeah. Who are
3: you, people?
1: Like, <laughs> who am I in the company of? All of a sudden, like you y'all seemed about? on the up and up and level, but you haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs> Off.
5: Okay, well, so, I, so I, I know a lot of the references to it, like the whole Bueller
3: thing. do you need to see it?
0: <laughs> all right, so this this asks the question: What's the one movie you think is just severely overrated that is like considered yeah. a classic that you think just fucking sucks?
2: Avengers. Ooh.
0: What? Oh,
1: Get out. that's... Okay. I, uh, we used to be cool, I don't
2: think we're friends. anymore. Show your work, Alex. I is after oh. that Joss Whedon is a shitty writer and everything, and you're surprised I say Avengers sucked.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Joss she...
0: Whedon is not a shitty writer. You are wrong, I woman.
2: Cannot... Like, read comics, for the love
1: of God. <laughs> and, like...
2: Actually, I don't read comics. It was everything
1: every nerd has ever wanted out of a comic book movie. Like, just think about the Battle of New York and the montage that, like, happens. But instead of, like, breaking shit up into frames, we just zoom into different parts of the battle. And we've got Captain America fighting with Iron Man and bouncing shit off their shields and shit. Like they do in the comics. Like, come on. It's amazing. Okay, Alex. You you have to
0: defend your position better than... Josh Whedon is a shitty writer because we all know that's a lot. So.
2: I have never been impressed with anything of he's written, but a lot of it is like uh, Justin brought up the episode of Buffy called Hush that he made in terms of like as a retort to people right. saying that he's just awesome witticisms and stuff. And right. I haven't watched that because I couldn't sit through Buffy enough to – get to the awesome uh, you... bit. So I admit, maybe he's more awesome than I give him credit for, but what I have seen I've not been impressed with. People always give him credit for writing awesome women characters. I've never really liked them because they just seem like the cool hot chick that can do kung fu type of strong character instead of Murphy who can take a beating <laughs> and keep going. Uh,
0: so... so what do you think about Firefly? Yeah, did you never see watched Firefly? it. Yeah, you should watch what? it. What?! Oh, okay,
5: I'm gonna defend Alex. I'm gonna revoke your nerd cred here. No, Just I, hadn't, I hadn't watched it until several months ago. Hey,
0: we've already established you have terrible taste, man. <laughs> <laughs> you the other Alex because
5: <laughs> I like Josh Whedon.
1: That's oh, funny. Uh,
5: uh, we're
1: gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Have a get together at some point. We're gonna sit you down. We're gonna tape you to a chair, and you're gonna watch <laughs> gonna all fifteen hours like of Firefly. Like, come on! Yeah, because that's all uh, there is. It's all yeah. there is. Spoiler alert. Hey. <laughs> well,
3: that's
2: <laughs> another thing. I can't just say that. <laughs> I mean, I know it just stops at some point. Yeah. it's just like I don't. I think it was you, Ryan, who said that. I don't want to get into something that just stops never getting like anything more.
3: I've never just, seen like, it either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
5: my <So> god!
2: But <laughs> actually, let me let me quickly
5: tell a story about that. Right? I think it's actually it's fourteen or twelve episodes. I can't
0: remember. uh but, twelve were aired, but it was a total of fifteen. I I think that's right.
5: Okay. Well, I got to whatever the last episode was, and I knew that there was only so many episodes and that it was like a really short one season thing because it got canceled. I get to the last episode and I'm like in the last like five minutes, but I forgot that I was like, I thought there was another episode for some reason. So I get to the last five minutes and I'm like, I just, I fucking freaked out. Like really (laughs) panic attack freaked out because I couldn't believe this really great series ended like just so abruptly with there's no ending there's literally no ending it's just like that's it it's over
0: that's what's like serenity is for trying to give you some closure
5: serenity is an even bigger disappointment it was a good movie but it was a disappointment because they shoved like four seasons of story into like an hour and a half movie right or two hour movie it's and it's so rushed and there's like so much stuff it would have made it would have been so much better as a
0: couple seasons i think absolutely
1: serenity serenity is your death masks if butcher just stopped writing that's what (laughs) that's what serenity is at the end they bury the coin and then you're like what the fuck was that where's (laughs) the rest of the story
5: it's like literally no resolution it's it's like it's like it's it makes me so upset it's it's like it's like they talk about in white knight how there's a. Professor uh, Fowles podcast. How um, there was. Uh, the, in the very beginning, the woman that, com- that commits suicide, in quotation marks, she left her meat soaking, like marinating, and it looks like basically someone was there and then just went out for the night but then died. That's what it's, <laughs> this is like. You know what I'm saying? Does that, does that make sense to anyone?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the book just ending halfway through. Not even at yeah. the end, but just halfway exactly. through. You're like, what the fuck? Where's the next page? Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: I just what's your overrated like just classic overrated movie.
1: Overrated. Um uh, man. I don't know, because I I'm bad in the sense that like there's only a handful of movies that I've ever even walked out of. Um let's see. Oh, ooh, can I do a new movie that's overrated? Yeah. Absolutely. Star Wars Episode Seven, Bam! I oh. said it. Don't spoil it.
2: Don't spoil it. I haven't seen it. Get out. I haven't
1: seen it. Half, I'm so no, sick I'm of people half kidding. Um, I've only seen it one time, and everybody ever that I've ever talked to, including numerous reviews online, say don't don't hate it till you've seen it twice. So I still got to work it up to see the second time. But talk about a hype train that I like. Mm-hmm. I was watching it and I'm like, "Don't do it. Don't be bad. I'm going to give you your dues." You know, we went yeah. inside. It. So, it I just like
0: two episodes ago, Ryan went on like a 20-minute rant about the new Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe was... we're going to share notes then, Ryan, cuz I think you're the only okay. person that has not like vomited in their mouth when I just said it wasn't the greatest movie ever. Oh, no, so you're not. The oh one.
0: no. Like for me, for me the new Star Wars was good, not great but I'm really excited for the new stuff. Right, yeah, for like sure. That's, that's kind of what right. I, it's like, it's it's, it's, it's you know, I can see all its flaws, but also I really want episode eight right now.
1: Yeah. Okay, sure. I'll give that to you because you got to believe that there's more to the story right. and mm-hmm. knowing that they're doing another trilogy, there will be more to the story. This isn't just Star Trek where it's like, that's what we get for the next three years. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, without spoiling it, i i think that's the one that comes to mind like without digging through an extensive library of movies and being like which one of you do i hate the most that everybody loves like i think that's the one that comes to mind so
3: all right just just a side note real quick director alex it's not spoiled yet you don't Uh, know what happens in it
2: i know a little bit
3: i don't want more right
1: no 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 don't I
2: haven't been able to go see it because I'm going to go see it with my husband, but he's too busy to go with me. So yeah. I've just kind of been waiting and hoping that he doesn't collapse because he's overworked. Do you uh, guys
1: on Sundays? Because there's this new invention called the Sunday where you can well, go see him no. at so
2: He's in his last semester as a physics math double major right now. And he has I to take know. advanced lab, which is sucking like at least 20 hours a week out of him for one <laughs> class. And he Thanks. has to go into the lab every single day so sundays are like the only days that he doesn't have to go i'm not going to ask him to go to the movie to see a movie that he doesn't really want to see
4: right
2: on that day so it's, anyway. I yeah. say it's
3: amazing how little the internet has spoiled this like the fact that you've gone this far and you don't yeah. know
2: i saw a thing where someone took the synopsis of a new hope crossed out a few words and <laughs> replaced them and it, that well. was enough that it got at least one big spoiler, but I'm hoping that it didn't ruin everything. Yeah, right.
4: I
3: kind of, no, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, if, if that's all you got, then it should be good.
3: Yeah. So, um, who's next? New Alex.
5: Uh, okay, I, actually I found one. I think um, This Is The End for me was very over... Wait, we're saying overrated, right? Yeah. yeah
4: overrated. Like, yes, you didn't like definitely overrated. Did.
5: Yeah, it wasn't as funny. I, I don't know. Like I, and I love Judd Apatow movies. I love all those actors. Just felt really forced, and like, like they were trying to pour all this money into like this blockbuster movie. When the real charm of those movies is their, like, really, uh, you know, not huge budget, lots of dialogue. You know, that's what makes them funny. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, that movie was okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was the, like, Seth Rogen and... Uh, yeah, giant Satan dong just flapping around.
5: <laughs>
4: it felt okay. like it was just, they were just
2: I trying so it, hard. So. <laughs> yeah. What movie well, I think, I, think I missed that bit?
5: Oh, um, th- this is the end.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I think from the previews I was, like, kind of excited, and then the closer it got out, the more, like, they revealed about the movie, and then I'm like, eh. And so I just still haven't
5: haven't seen it's, it. so It's probably worth watching at least once. Yeah. <laughs> what? You just said it sucked. You <laughs> no, said it was I,
1: overrated. <laughs> I
5: mean, it wasn't... It's kind of... I think it's definitely on the way lower end of Judd Apatow movies. See, it's weird, because I normally find myself defending movies that everyone else doesn't think are as good. So <laughs> it's a weird position to be in.
0: Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, let's see, for me... It's 2001 A Space Odyssey. That movie is terrible. Terrible pacing, (laughs) terrible writing. It's a clusterfuck of a movie. It's a terrible fucking movie. And everyone's like, oh my God, you know, because it won Best Picture and all that shit. You know, I think it did anyway. Terrible movie. Is it? I've never seen it either. Oh, it's terrible. It's so We actually
1: just rewatched it. So, yeah. I mean, come at me, bro. Yeah, I. I agree with you for several things, but you know it's Carl Sagan, right? So, like, if you are expecting some kind of action movie, then uh, am well, I am I misremembering? Is it Arthur C. Clarke or is it Carl Sagan? I can't remember who wrote it now, but um, so.
3: I thought God, was, you guys uh, are going to
1: make me Google on the fly. So yeah,
3: no, I thought it was the guy who faked the loon man, loon man, uh, moon landing.
1: So I know Stanley, Coo.
0: yeah. So Arthur
1: C. Clarke, uh, he's oh. the guy who wrote it. Oh, uh, I see. The pretty sure. Yeah, and then the, yeah, the, director the pacing of the, that movie is just so.
0: terrible. Like it is terrible pacing. Yeah,
1: I think I think it's just one of those old movies where you're like, you get all the old timey, and you don't get any of the new hotness. So <laughs> like, yeah, it's supposed to be mind blowing because like the models look legit and. You know, they did the artificial gravity right and shit like that. You know, like this was this was before gravity. So, you know, it was a big deal and whatever. But,
0: yeah. It's before gravity.
1: Well, you know, the movie Gravity, not before.
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about like, yeah. yeah Never. It's old. It's old, old. Yeah, before Newton or before whatever. Dirt. <laughs>
1: before gravity was invented.
0: They they made this movie so. I mean they did a good job. I mean though they had no gravity they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So I guess it's my turn then, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh... So
3: um, I don't know if this is cheating. If it is cheating, I have a backup. But I think (laughs) Game of Thrones. It's not a movie, but it's the hype behind Ah! that is phenomenal. (laughs) And I did not get past the second fucking, like, episode or something.
5: Oh, like. no, you have to keep watching. You have to keep watching. No, it,
0: I don't. It got oh. terrible. <laughs> it, it, like, the That's first two sucks, seasons man. were good, and that was it for that show. Oh. Yeah. Like, season three and four are iffy at best.
2: Yeah, Ryan, you didn't get to the good parts, and then you should just stop before it gets really shitty. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
5: shitty. See, I'm a kind of... I... Go ahead, Alex. It's just, like... <laughs>
2: they're running out of material because George R. R. Martin can't write fast enough and so they're supplementing it and they're not as good writers so it just is getting really shitty and George R. R. Martin is not very good either. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: you
2: know,
5: people people I've been, I'm I put a lot of stock in production value because people, you know, you don't really realize like how much like man hours and time and money goes into a show like Game of Thrones because that's part of the the effect of good production value. You don't right. notice how good it is. But to actually notice how good it is, that means it's like two or three times the production, you know, that something else might be that you wouldn't notice. So, Don't
2: they spend like six million per episode? In some
5: ways. You'd be surprised. HBO still runs out of money. They still, you know, they still, like, apparently in the, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a big thing that happens in this latest season. And a lot of the other episodes weren't, actually, there was like a whole storyline that was kind of crappy because they had to save so much of their budget for that, like, one scene. So, you know, that's kind of what happens. Even, even on a network like HBO where they have tons of money, they still sometimes run out of money. It takes insane resources to make that show.
1: Was it the scene where Khaleesi breaks out like the Zippo lighter and she's like, I'm the Queen of Dragons? (laughs) I I haven't watched past the first episode, Ryan, so like for me yeah, for me it's not even necessarily like I hate the show, but just the whole idea of the period and the way that it's written and everything like that, like um spoiler alert you know for anybody who's even more in the dark than the two of us but uh they push the kid out the window the first episode and i'm like and i'm done like i just choose not to be entertained by that kind of shit like you can sort of look the other way for incest and whatever because you know maybe they're just actors and you don't need to worry about it but you can't get away from the fact that like khaleesi's a teenager like legitimately in the books and that they just pushed the kid out the fucking window (laughs) so i'm like okay i'm just not gonna have fun with this show apparently
5: i think it's like 12 or 13 in the books but that's that's part of the whole atmosphere you know the whole world that he's creating it's brutal it's
1: historically accurate which is fine sure great whatever but you know there's a lot of shit that's historically accurate, like you know armies raping and pillaging and burning down everything that I just don't find entertaining for two hours while I watch some episodes. So like, let's let's binge uh, Machiavelli's *The Prince*, where he shows us how he entertained his troops in you know medieval Italy. Like, no thanks, sorry. <laughs> so we moved no, on I
5: mean, that. just to, just to kind of. Give it, give it to you from another point of view, like the book in the books the, each chapter has a point of view character, yeah, and so the what the story is really about is the characters, and the setting and the everything else is kind of just like a and, and and even a lot of the story is just kind of like a platform for the characters to be on top of and in order to kind of learn what or become enamored by the characters, you have to watch. More than two or three episodes. Really, if by the time you get to the end of the first season, if you're not enjoying it,
3: then you should stop. That, that's just my first suggestion. Season, like at times, but I actually like sat down and watched. You know, because they were all out, I was like, all right, let's do this. So we sat down and watched the first episode. Sat down and watched the second episode, and then the third episode. I fell asleep and I never went back. You know, I never went back. But I've watched all of the first episode season. I think. But, you know, here and there at other people's houses, but it's just not for me. I just don't find it entertaining. I just find Khaleesi so goddamn fucking annoying that I don't want to watch that show. (laughs) I just find her just just annoying. I just can't stand the... It's the actress (laughs) herself. It's like the actual actress. Like, you play that character so shitty. She makes me fucking furious. And if she's that dumb in the books, I'm never going to read the books either.
4: (laughs) Like, it's just annoying,
3: like, the mistakes she makes. She's like 12 years old. Give her a break, man. What the fuck? I don't know. I guess they don't portray that enough in the movie, in, like, the TV show. Like, I've never read the books. I didn't know she was supposed to be, you know, 12.
2: They tried to age her up. They tried to age everybody up because the kids are way too young. Because otherwise,
1: it's illegal. Right. You (laughs) can't (laughs) film that shit, even if you're HBO. But
3: (laughs) But because of that, you think she's, you know, 20. Right. Just think she's yeah. just yeah. I mean, in Mom. the
2: books I think it's supposed to start that she's thirteen and the day she realizes yep. she's pregnant, it's her fourteenth birthday. So Oh shit. Yeah. All she's the annoying kids teenager. Are
5: that age.
2: <laughs> I mean, like Brian was supposed to be what, like eight or nine and they aged him up a little bit more because he's like eh, you can't do it, but if you're annoyed by Khaleesi, then you shouldn't keep watching because the first season was her best season.
0: Oh, by far! Like she's terrible I, in season I just four. Think,
2: I well,
5: I think there are parts in later in later in the show where she's worse. But I, I think season two, you know, where she she's, uh, I guess, the end of season one, beginning of season two. Yeah, she kind of comes into her own.
2: Yeah, and then she like stops being a person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just need Alex like on call for hot takes because that's what she does best. She's like, nope, they're terrible. She's like,
2: <laughs> I mean, I I tried to read the books in order to understand more of it, but I just couldn't get through his prose. Like he's he's good at the storylines, and that's what HBO is getting bad at. He's just he can't do prose that I'm willing to slog through.
0: Yes, the he it is. I tried to listen to the books, and it's. It's a dr- it's hard to get through. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like wading through mud, man. Just...
2: I, when I couldn't well. read it on my Kindle anymore, I couldn't, like, okay, maybe I'll do the audiobook and that'd be easier. And then the voice actor for that was horrendous. I couldn't listen to it because it was too painful. And he's, like, mispronouncing people's names and everything. Yeah, I, just, no, I hate uh-uh. that shit.
1: Where you're like, man, maybe the audiobook will help, and then it's, like, saw off both of your feet. You're like, <laughs> oh, God. I mean, honestly, so talking about that that's the reason why i haven't read codex alera is because going from james marsters to that gal who's like she's world famous and everybody loves her and shit and i, I could give two fucks because <laughs> seriously yeah, man, it's I, I stopped and picked up book one multiple times and then when i realized like i'm in book two starting out of five and i'm like oh fuck it i'm i'll read them i'll just read them at some point so
0: yeah it, was the, the voice actor is pretty terrible for codex alera i've I've uh, tried to listen to that thing four or five times. She's got this really like airy British voice. It's just right. Ew, I it's think v- it's Wheel Flat. of
1: Time, right? Like, isn't that her, that's the feather in her cap is like no she idea. did Wheel of Time or something like that. And I'm like, nope, sorry, doesn't matter. <laughs> Never
0: listening to that book series.
1: Right.
3: I got spoiled by audiobooks from James Marster listening to him because he gets so good by the end of it. And those were the first like 15 audiobooks I ever listened to, right? And then nice. I started buying these other books like Snow Crash or, you know, stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, my God, these people are horrible at reading right. books. I just expected them all to be as good as at least, at least as good as the Dresden Files, right?
1: No, because that's, uh, that's a problem. Like up, up until, I don't know, hell, the last five years or so almost, you know, audiobooks has just been, we're going to have somebody read you the book. Yeah. that's it, mm-hmm. Marsters and then like World War Z was, was one of those outliers as well because oh. World War Z has multiple like voice actors and shit, really? they don't do that like my, that's my understanding Um, anyway, I haven't listened to that one because that no. one I did read um, no, they so do have
0: like multiple them, voice actors, but. it's very well done
1: right, and so like that shit is the anomaly because nobody puts in the money for it like the oh. audiobook's an afterthought um, even though so charges
0: for, a, for it like out the nose for it. <laughs> Yeah, right
1: right like 70 bucks or something depending on the book and shit like it's crazy but yeah so it's it's weird because you start with stuff like marsters and you think oh yeah everything must be this good but really for the last you know like 30 plus years it's just all been shit and marsters is like that little diamond in the rough
3: yeah <laughs> i i read or i listened to the dresden files and then straight into the harry potter books you know and those whoever reads those does an amazing job
2: the if Stephen you Fry. listen to the Stephen Fry version, because yeah. there's two versions out there. Okay. Stephen Fry, that's the one. I listen to the Stephen Fry version. Then,
3: so I went from that into like um, the Necronomicon or whatever from you know uh,
0: H.P. Neil Lovecraft.
3: Sp- Neil, what's his name?
0: Uh Lovecraft.
3: No, Neil Steam <laughs> Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's like ah oh, The reader, that one sucks. <laughs> so. Yeah, so
1: I'd be careful with listening to the Necronomicon because you might wind up you with know, ghost demons and things the book? In what from What book the... is
3: it? What book is it? The one the with outside. the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the one with a uh, about hacking. About the geniuses in World War Two, and it keeps f- flopping back from the future and the past. And about math, it's a it's a classic. Okay, it's um, probably
1: yeah. definitely not the Necronomicon. But yeah, <laughs> I I don't remember what that is then. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the it's one a... about hacking the. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
3: no. You're thinking the Enigma, right? So. Oh, it's not the Enigma. Uh, hang on, I'll look it up real quick. Anyway, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Necronomicon. That's a way different, <laughs> <book>. <laughs> way different I book.
1: Way different book. I
4: think
5: it's the Imitation Game, right?
4: No, no it's... You know, uh, no, because
1: that's... Uh, isn't that Turing? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, like, it's a classic... Um, I don't even know what they're called. Fuck it, y'all got me flustered now because I feel embarrassed. Cause I can't remember <laughs> what the fuck it's called. Um anyway, I'll look it up.
2: Okay, who the fuck is the voice actor for the Codex Lyra? I've been trying to find it and I actually can't find your name.
0: Uh, I don't I'll look it up. At least I'll try to find it. It's such great radio as we're all trying to Google this shit. <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> and listen to us tight. <laughs> narrated by Kate Reading.
2: Right. Okay, it's, that's a name I found, but I couldn't see anything of her.
0: Uh, let's see. She's The Way of Kings, whatever uh, that is. <laughs> My oh, you American, don't know what that is? Uh, no. Oh, uh, the Great dear. Hunt. Yeah, she did some Wheel of Time books. It's, yeah, she did Wheel of Time.
1: We have a buddy who like that. All he does is audiobooks, basically. Like he's got the Audible. I can check out two books uh, a month, type of thing. Oh wow! And I mean, it's it's not a horrible deal when you go to like buy each one individually and shit. But at the same time, like it's like thirty bucks a month, I think. So it's still pretty pretty spendy for a recurring type of thing. So, but
5: hey, pro tip: Uh, a lot of times Kindle, if you buy the books, the e-books from Kindle, you get a discount to just straight up buy the audible books. Because
2: Audible like right is owned now, by Amazon.
5: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like right now I think uh I can buy I don't know, one of the books is like twelve dollars instead of like thirty five or forty dollars. So Nice.
0: You you shouldn't do this, but there is an entire torrent site dedicated just to audio books. Just saying <laughs> <that.
3: laughs> crypto nomad.
0: Crypto. Crypto-
1: no. No, no, no. Yeah, that I makes four sense. You said so Necronomicon, <laughs> which is yeah, like so, the HB book Love of the Craft. dead. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: this is Neil uh, Stevenson. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so kids, for those listening at home, piracy is bad. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Stay in school, know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: Okay, I can drive. Right. Don't, definitely don't do that. Yeah, actually, don't do that. <laughs> don't actually do that. <laughs> the rest of that was sarcasm.
3: Yeah.
0: Get an Uber; it's way cheaper than death.
3: Right. What the ticket? Gosh, damn! Get pulled over, see what happens. <laughs> it's like ten grand here in Texas, or something.
0: So it looks like other Alex wants to talk about favorite video games.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about our top favorite. Let's do and- overrated video games.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyone got that? Well, we can do both. Overrated and favorite.
3: Alright. Oh, man. What's your favorite, then, Alex? Since you asked. You got something to start well, us off.
4: With. Actually,
5: I hate to repeat what I said before. But <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of skyrocketed up into, like, so there's only, there's like two or three games that I would call my favorite games of all time, and that's one of them, Life is Strange. The other one, the game that kind of got me started as like a gamer, in mm-hmm. kind of more serious, is um from 1999, Unreal Tournament. Oh awesome. yeah, Unreal. Man, I you that. say
3: that like we wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, so. it's lots of people <laughs> don't. Lots of people don't. You didn't know like what Ferris Bueller's Day Off was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah, Unreal, Unreal Tournament. Tournament? So you have,
1: so they've got these wait, things wait, let, that sit on, not, on like your Blake. desk. They're computers. <laughs> and they're, oh, I have computers. I play yeah.
2: computers. I have no idea what you're talking but about, though. Late. Late. So,
5: the, yeah, if you go way back to, like, Doom, which is, like, one of the first first-person shooter games, after that, you know, the genre kind of got more and more popular, and there was Quake, and then there was Unreal Tournament. And Quake and Unreal Tournament were kind of, like, rivals games with each other Mm -hmm. some people played quake some people right some people played unreal tournament um and then counter-strike and then that kind of took off into its own thing so but these call
1: of duty nerds played
5: first so no call of duty's (laughs) like call of duty's like
1: (sighs) call of duty's this is the original like multiplayer is the main game let's go murder each other with high-tech weaponry and shit
3: like lasers rail guns plasma rifles right in a very sure. fast-paced, multiplayer PV. called a Switch
5: shooter.
4: Yeah.
3: Where
5: yeah, it's called Twitch, because yeah. like Yeah, like Call of Duty is slower, so if you aren't as fast to aim your gun and shoot somebody, you might not necessarily lose. But in these kinds of games like Counter-Strike and in a tournament, you have to be fast, and that requires a certain modicum of, of time investment to practice the game. So people who spend a lot of time playing are better than people who don't.
3: Yeah, there's a definitely you can show a, a skill gap. Oh, like yeah, if you're yeah. better at the game, you win. Like there's just no doubt about it. Every time. Another
5: yeah. game like that that came out recently is Rocket League. That's one of the first games in a long time that. That's um, a
3: real skills game. Yeah. Yeah, that game's hard. You actually
5: have to practice.
3: Yeah, that game's hard. Yeah. And there's it's like fun. Uh, it's just, it's so simple. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Um,
5: Overrated game. I. I was not
1: prepared for that question. <laughs> back to you me. can't just throw the gauntlet out and then not have something.
3: Come back to me. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. All
0: right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out the gauntlet with with my overrated game. Uh-oh. Okay. The 1st in oh, N64 fun. Zelda. I did, really? was, I did not think it was. Very I did not think it was very
5: good. Of time. <laughs> yes, I uh, think it's a. <laughs> what <laughs> the?
3: He's not an actual gamer, though, y'all. Don't listen uh, to this. fool. <laughs> <call. he's laughs> right.
2: The I have a confession to, to make.
3: Uh-huh.
2: The combat I've was awesome. Zelda. I have never uh, in my life played uh, Zelda. <laughs> hang up on her, Jacob. Get her off this call.
3: Uh, like <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm, Quick, hang up on her. Right.
1: So I think, I think I'm learning about Alex that, like, we've given her some, some nerd cred here. But you're, you're one of the book nerds, right? So you're one of those rare kinds of nerds where, like, everything you do exists in a book. No. Heaven, heaven forbid I seeing a I also got pretty nerdy
2: about specific video games. But here's the thing. One, I'm several years younger than all of you. I'm 22. So I think Alex is the next one who's youngest. But um, I never had a console growing up. Yeah. I went from nothing to a laptop
4: oh they have emulators so, right
2: yeah i i've played is around with a... some emulators but <laughs> not much and i don't have any on my computer I'd have to see on my husband's computer and i just feel so guilty doing that
4: right
5: i'll come to director alex's defense she's a serious civ 5 player so
2: not really that's Civ five well,
5: actually to... alex
2: stop when you're at
1: <laughs> 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 i mean you guys did get me on Civ, so there's that sure. but
0: yeah, I have not like I have that game and I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. What, you Sam? shouldn't
1: because for the love of god it was $12. The
3: hell's going on until you've played 200 hours. Like you don't even right. barely know what the hell barely like and that's like five games. 200 yeah. hours is like five games. Right? There's
5: been a couple of nights where it was like like 11 o'clock and I was like I'll start a Civ game oh, <laughs> and no. it's yeah, it no. like 4 yeah. in the morning 5 in the morning I'm like that was a terrible idea <laughs> 8 freaking hours the first time we played yeah. <laughs> like it what's just wrong going? With and, and it was funny because I was like Justin should we stop now and he was like no and then like an hour later he'd be like Alex should we stop now and I'd be like no, no. <laughs> and it just keep going back and forth <laughs> uh,
1: well that was like the first time I blew off an assignment in my whole college career. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm not going to like milk this for everything. <laughs> but then the sun comes up and you're like, I have made a terrible mistake. <laughs>
0: Oops. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to favorite games, though, recently is Dota. Uh, I've put in a lot of time into Dota. I'm about 1,100 hours in now, which is a little sad. <laughs> Saying that, I feel a little dirty about it,
5: but... That's one of like the classics. That game is literally like twenty years old, more maybe. It's a very old game. Dota two isn't twenty years old. Well, yeah, I've
0: mean, playing Dota two. Yeah. Um, but if we want to go old school, gotta go like Mist. Love that game. Uh, there's uh. no an
4: opening. <laughs> Sorry, this
2: is like
5: that game just freaks me out so bad. I, I can't. It
0: was it. weird how creepy
3: that game was for nothing ever happening in it.
4: The,
0: the ambiance is <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it was legit creepy.
3: Yeah, it was legit creepy. There was yeah, there was times where you're like, fuck this, turn the lights on.
0: (laughs) And I I gotta because I'm a huge adventure game fan, I gotta throw out King's Quest. I love King's Quest. Like the entire series is fantastic. I mean, anything past six is uh well terrible, but the new one's good though. I think we lost the
2: other Alex. Alex. Director Alex?
0: No, we had Director Alex. Is he he back? Back. other Alex, is new Alex here?
1: For once, it's not her. So
2: Yeah, I bought an Ethernet cord to be a better mm. podcast person. Yay! <laughs> Good job.
0: That's commitment, y'all.
3: That is that commitment. That is commitment. Like, she, $8. Is, she is. She's <laughs> showing Justin you what's sending up.
2: sending me a better mic, so I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm leveling.
4: <laughs>
3: I like an RPG.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it happens. It's, like, it's addicting. You're just like watching things. You're like, ooh, ooh, oh. that'd be cool for the podcast. Oh, yeah, like, I do it so bad. Like, I started out with the, the, the headset, and then I got Ryan, his headset, and then I got the Yeti from the Snowball, and, like, the mic stand, because, like, I got the whole, like, arm thing going on with my mic. Yeah. Like, I got kind of into it. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah, I did the yeah. same. <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> I've got a full, so.
3: like, a full-blown production setup. Like, you could, if we put this, if I put myself, like, in a studio surrounding, like, you could record I think it's incredible.
0: And I think we have completely nice. lost Alex. Yeah, we have completely like
3: lost it. Alex then. So we'll just skip that. Be Justin, favorite game?
1: <laughs> Ooh, Well, it was funny because you brought up Dota and you were like, man, I played like 1100 hours. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about how many hours I've played games. But uh, um, favorite game. Um, recently, I've been tearing up Diablo 3. I think games is another one of those like flavor of the, the moment type of things. Yeah. With the new season, uh, Buddy and I have gotten into it pretty hardcore. But literally going off of hours played, I think one of my favorites of all time is Left 4 Dead 2. Um, it's not really? it's not stayed up to snuff, and, like, I, it's not like I play anymore. Um, but between my brother and I, because we shared the same account for a little while, but we played 22 or 2300 hours straight up, like... I, it was like every Friday waiting for the, you know, now wife to get off of work from her, uh, you know, from her, um, holy crap, bartending job. Like, it was four or five hours playing that at least, and that was my slow time. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess if we wanted to get crazy, I could go back to my MMO days where I played Dungeons Dragons Online, and I played that one for like six years, but um, yeah. I'm I'm a zombie guy, so that was a really quick... You know, you can play a shooter for, you know, half an hour to an hour and be just fine. Um, do
3: you like the Call I of Duty Zombies? Of
1: I, I want to play it, but the Call of Duty crowd kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I'm on the outside looking in on that one and I'm like, eh. yeah,
3: yeah for type. sure.
1: So I've seen some of the videos and stuff, but uh, I'm, I'm waiting for them to hopefully do a third one. Probably right after they do Half-Life 3, so The Fifth of Never. Oh,
2: yeah, that'll be real soon.
1: Right, yeah. so it'll be after, so George R. R. Martin will release his next book, then Half-Life right. 3 will come out, yeah. <laughs> then the heat death over. of the universe, and yeah. then Left 4 know,
5: Dead 3, so. <laughs> Gabe Newell, the head of Valve, has straight up said there isn't going to be a Half-Life 3. He said
4: it.
2: But they've also trademarked the name, which shows that they might be working uh, on it. There's
5: going to be a new source engine, but I don't, I don't know if there's, there, and there'll probably be a new Half-Life game, but I don't know if it's going to be Half-Life three.
1: Look, I don't care if Gabe's got to die, God rest his soul. But like, <laughs> there's going to be a Half-Life three. It's just, it's one of those things. The sun will eventually consume the earth and then explode. Then there will
0: be a Half-Life three.
1: Huh. <laughs> it's going to be how it is.
0: <laughs> okay, most overrated game.
1: Oh man. Ever um i don't know i gotta say if you're going all the way back to mist mist was one that i never ever got into and so you know that'll be an easy one to just be i'm sorry like it was it was a moving book like so that that's an easy one to to throw down uh, on.
5: i didn't get to say cuz i cut out there that i lost sound mist just freaks me the fuck out i can't play that game i don't know why <laughs> it's like first of all there's guys with fuzzy voices trying to talk to you from books, and the whole game is about making their voices clearer, right? That's how you, like, finish the game, is eventually being able to hear what they're saying. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is just weird.
3: Well, you actually end up starting to communicate with them. You're trying to re- to free them That's from shit. the book. Or- that
5: freak me the fuck out. Like, i game. just it's a like, good okay, this I'm good
0: over- creepy,
3: though.
5: I'm gonna go over to the other side of this place now. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. No, but I do understand the merit of that game. Actually, have you guys checked out The Witness?
0: Yep, I bought it this weekend.
5: Yeah, that's supposed to be the modern version of this.
0: It's good. I I I had some weird screen issues with it, so I haven't been able to play too much of it, but working on fixing it. Cool. Yeah, it's a good one. So, Director Alex, your turn.
2: Okay, the favorite one is Easy, because I sunk way too many hours in that. I have no idea how many, because I don't have a convenient counter like Steam does, but um, Morrowind. I I got a copy of that when I was seven, and I pretty much never stopped playing it. I haven't played it much lately, but yeah, I sunk too many hours in that. Um, That
3: was one of those real, giant, open-world RPGs. And it didn't have any directive, you didn't have to do anything... Necessary, you know. Necessary. You could just go kill people. You could go steal stuff. You could go. Yeah, that game was incredible.
2: And it was such an interesting world too. Like it was fucking mushroom trees. Yeah, I couldn't get over that. I loved it.
3: <laughs> the one where you, wa- I was walking down the road, and a guy comes flying through the trees, and he lands. I was like, what the hell? And you go over there, and you read, and he's got a spell book. Yeah, it's got four yeah. uses for like extra long jump or whatever, and it's got this yes. whole little note about him explain. I was like, what the hell? So as you know, as you do. I tried one of the spells and did the exact same thing he did. Whoosh! You fly across most of the map and then you fly through the trees and die. I was like, well, should have expected that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean?
4: <laughs> the game was fun. One of fun. my like, goals
2: but... always when I was playing a character is like level up enough that I could take one of those spells, land without any preparation, and survive it.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a good game. Yeah. Overrated games? Do you have any games that everybody talks about that you're just like, oh, fuck off?
2: I'm a little afraid to say it. Um, Let's hear it. Kind of the recent Fallout games.
3: Yeah, yeah. The new one? Or the uh, like Fallout 3 included?
2: Fallout 3 included. Because off, off, off. I, I think Bethesda <laughs> fucked it up. I, mean, I really. I think Morrowind was the best game they ever came out with, and then after that they have just been going downhill. They oh, took she's away biased. All you hear, you of hear the, the bias right there. Writers, <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh.
1: Well, I got. I'm going to be on your side a little bit here. So I, I literally own the Fallout Three Game of the Year Edition and New Vegas because of some Steam sale, and I made it all the way through character creation and got outside the vault. And I'm like, "What the ever loving fuck is this?" And I just realized, like, I was expecting more of a Mass Effect style RPG in the sense that, like, there will be a lot of shooting, and then I'll uh, occasionally I'll have some story that's cool. Uh. Uh-uh. But really, it's like a straight up. So you've got to worry about like food and drinking and shit, and like your backpack gets full. And I was like, I just spent an hour building a character, and I would like to play the game now. And oh, no. I just, I, I need to go back and do it because Fallout, like the world again, is one of those where I'm just super excited about it, and like I'm interested, and I watch a lot of the Fallout Four gameplay and that sort of thing, but after spending an hour going through growing up and shit in Fallout 3, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so.
2: I mean, that's kind of like, the world was really cool, but I think that Bethesda's fucking it up, because when it wasn't made by Bethesda, it was very different, and now they're trying to retcon certain things, like the Brotherhood of Steel being where they shouldn't be. Yeah. And yeah, New nice. Vegas was fantastic. I love that one, but that wasn't made by Bethesda, and they, they don't have any good writers anymore. They, like, the guy who made Morrowind so unique and exotic... Is not there anymore, right. and that's my problem with
0: it. You brought it, Dustin. You brought up another game that's in my like top five. Overrated is is the Mass Effect games. Like Mass, uh, I, I, I think those they're, they I don't think they're very good. They're, they are not entertaining at all.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give you Mass Effect three because that was a huge letdown, and not just because of the story. Like there were several things that just kind of disappointed me in that game. And I I don't play the DLC because I'm not going to go spend another $60 to figure out the rest of the story and shit. But Mass Effect 1 and 2 were, to me, they were were like picking up uh, Bioshock for the first time. Like, it was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. And the idea that you might actually be able to carry your decisions through finally for reals this time, that was what kind of sold me. And then they're like, you know how we've been doing that for like the last three to five years? Ah, we were just fucking with you. So here's Mass Effect 3. And I'm like, what? So I just, uh, anyway. So I, like if you look at it for the whole arc, maybe, but I really dug Mass Effect 1 and 2. And like those are even, I've gone back and replayed them since, you know, I just liked them that much. So.
2: Yeah, the one I feel like that about is uh, Dragon Age. I, Dragon Age 1 Origins, I loved it. It was like crack for me for a while. I sunk like a couple of months into it when I had to be focusing on school and stuff. And Dragon <laughs> Age 2 is just um, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bioshock did that. But they um, redeemed it with Infinite. Yeah,
0: they did redeem it with Infinite. Bioshock 2 was terrible. Terrible. Oh, I thought By- you
3: were going to say Bioshock and it was
1: bad. Yeah.
0: No, really oh. Yeah,
1: but Bioshock 2 <laughs> Bioshock- was not great, but Infinite wasn't, I don't know, I didn't feel that it was part of the, like, they tried really hard to shoehorn it in, but there's no decisions that you make in the entire game, which is another one of the things that like, Bioshock 1 was kind of about, like, sure, it's not the main theme of the story or anything, but you know, Bioshock 1, you had three different endings, whatever Bioshock 2, you had like 16 Bioshock Infinite, you get nothing and you'll like it So it was just like, okay, so... Like, we'll make you make choices, but that shit doesn't matter. It was just the illusion of choice, you
3: know. Like Fallout 4.
1: (laughs) I hear Fallout 4 you can play the whole game without actually ever doing the quest,
3: so, you know. It's a stupid game. (laughs) Shit makes you so mad. I built a computer for that game.
1: Oh, that's rough.
3: Anyway, so I guess I'll do my favorite games? Sure. Currently playing uh, Binding of Isaac. I have put probably two hundred hours into Binding of Isaac in the last month and a half. Like a lot of Binding of Isaac. I love that game. Um, favorite game of all time ever has to be Fallout Three or Majora's Mask. So, whatever. Majora's <laughs> Mask. <fuck> okay. <laughs>
5: That's another oh. one of those games that freaks me out. The fucking Mask is so good. Moonface just stares at you. <laughs> it's getting closer and closer.
0: So, overrated game?
3: Uh, me? Yeah. Sonic. <laughs> Wait,
5: whoa, whoa, whoa. Which Sonic?
3: Yeah, Sonic. Just... Sonic. The original Sonic. All the the, Sonic? One, that made, the one that made Sega a fucking franchise. Uh, right? That game. You- Sucks.
5: One of those people who's like, every time I stop my momentum, the game is bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I just, I just don't like the way it works. I don't like the mechanic. I just felt, yeah. yeah, I just feel like, uh, I just didn't like Sega as a brand. Actually, like that just goes into like, I just don't like Sega.
0: Oh, you're wrong, and you should feel bad about being so wrong. Sega don't was ever. so much right. better than SNES. You love Genesis.
1: Sega's so good, that's why they're still around and making blockbuster games and everything. So, sorry.
5: The
0: market
1: kind of spoke on that one, I
0: think. You're all wrong, okay? (laughs) 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 I'll take
1: my Sega Genesis and go
3: home. Justin, you sound like a dying robot. You want to mic in? (laughs)
0: All right, new Alex. You never came up with your overrated...
5: Um, I think the most overrated game I've ever played was Spec Ops The Line. Have you guys heard of that?
3: Uh-uh. It, it's I'm like this... Spec Ops.
5: Yeah. It's like, I think it's like a... I can't remember if it's first person or third person. And it's like a... It's like... It's really... I, it's weird because I'm playing it and I'm like, this is the, one of the most terrible games I've ever played. I This is horrible. Like, the story is just so unbelievable and shitty. And I'm playing it and then I'm talking to my friends and I'm looking it up online and people are saying how it's like a great game, it's amazing. And I'm like, are these people, is this like a big joke? Is this like an internet thing where they're joking? But apparently people really like the game. It's, ugh, I don't know. I mean, I would say give it a try. Um, yeah. Spec line <laughs> Good times,
0: good times. Mm. So so
3: you want to do, uh, my oh,
0: recommends? yeah, we should definitely do your recommends. What do you recommend for us this week, Ryan?
3: Uh, this is inspired my, by my little brother, right? So a bunch of his friends went to PAX South, and they've been planning it for months, right? And then he learns about it, because he hasn't been actually part of that group of friends for a while, but he starts playing the same game they're playing. So... He gets on their team. They start talking shit. He learns that they're going to Pack South and he says, Fuck it. I'm going to Pack South with y'all. So he just goes down there. And while he's down there, he goes to a, a Morton steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me that occasionally you just need to indulge. Just blow some money and go eat a nice steak or do something that's just really, you know, not worth it, right? Like you're not, you know, a steak Morton's at steakhouse isn't really worth it, but it kind of is, you know, on those rare occasions. So I'm just going to recommend that. On occasion, don't forget to indulge and reward yourself for just, you know, just enjoy life. You know, we're all going to, we're all going to die and you should spend some of that shit before you do. Just <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, those Morton steaks were running about 60 bucks, 70 bucks.
3: Yeah, he showed, he took a picture of the, he did a whole Snapchat thing, but uh, the menu, I was like, oh, wow, you could spend some money there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get some money. He said it was really good. The butter was good. The salad, it was all. Oh, yeah. But that's what I'm recommending, you know. We... Every once in a while, dress up a little bit, go eat a fucking good dinner, drink a beer or two, get laid, you know, have a good night.
0: <laughs> we went to Roos Chris when for four people, spent two fifty with no booze.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> me, and Ashley, me and Ashley did
0: 130 bucks at Papa Do's. Oh, that's, yeah, I mean, that's doable. With, with, <laughs> but you were drinking too, huh? We had yeah, two drinks each. Other, yeah, yeah. That definitely cranks it. The most I've ever spent on a dinner was like 290, 300. It was Valentine's Day when I took, well, girlfriend at the time, now wife to the Melting Pot. And we were there for like 3 hours. And we were we were boozing, we were eating. It was <laughs> and we didn't care. Yeah. Like, I was flush with cash. I was like, screw it. We're just going to do whatever the fuck we want. And, yeah, like, I think after Tidbit, it beat about 300 bucks.
3: Anyway. Yeah. You got any interesting uh,
0: tidbits of triunology? Uh No. Something weird. You suck at this game. I know. You have a whole fucking week. I know. I know. I've been trying to think about it. I've been really trying. <laughs> Come on, Justin. Save us again this this time. <laughs> Uh, uh, house hunting sucks that's your tidbit of trivia knowledge
4: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: adulted so hard today I actually put an offer on a house wow yeah. I don't know if I can adult anymore for the rest of the week I think, I think I've, I've reached my adulting limit
3: you're done right <laughs>
0: I'm done.
3: now we're just going to eat cereal out of Tupperware bowls and watch cartoons <laughs> for a fucking week until I get my next paycheck I'm not doing shit
0: if only. If only.
3: Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Well, so, we are getting into we are well well over an hour at this point. So, unless y'all want to talk about anything specific, probably start wrapping it up. It's been a nice breezy evening. So, anyone have anything else, or are we about ready to call it a night? Well,
2: you had those links that you sent us. If you want to go over those
0: really <gasps> quick, we could. Yeah, I'll talk at least about Starry. So, uh, do y'all... Post it Skype. Huh? Post it on
3: Skype. I didn't see it in the email chain. Uh,
0: okay. So, well, Starry is a new type of internet service launching in Boston from the guy who did Aereo. I, do y'all remember that? That startup? Uh, they, hey, they... They were, um, recording television that was broadcast over the air and digitizing it and reselling it to consumers. And they got sued so much, they actually took it to the Supreme Court and they lost. Damn. So, but it's that guy. And what they're doing is they're, going, they're trying to do over-the-air gigabit internet. So, you put, a, you put like a dish outside your house and they're using millimeter uh, bandwidth, which is free or cheap, like super cheap. They're saying they can probably do it for 50 bucks. Like, 50 bucks a Uh month, gigabit internet over the air. So, that's I thought that was pretty cool, you know. They might actually be able to, like, change the game if they do it.
3: I don't see where it says... Actually, did you know AT&T expects in the next 10 years that nothing will be on copper? I was talking to one of the AT&T phone guys that was working on one of the jobs I was working on. And they think in 10 to 15 years they won't use copper. Everything will be wireless. Really? Yeah, they really do. Mm-hmm. They're really abandoned. That's why they're not doing much service on their copper
4: mm-hmm.
5: or fiber.
3: I've, yeah,
5: because they can double down on like all mobile services. Obviously, it's wireless, so they can feed mobile service off the same stuff that they're feeding home service off of. Yeah, that's why
3: they're so, uh, they're yeah, that's why they're gonna. They're not even doing fiber either. That's one of the reasons. Yeah, but I, I'm curious to see what's the distance like. Is this a, is there a line of sight issues? Uh, there
0: the, is some line in, of sight issues. Um they're going to they're gonna have to create an array inside of cities. Right now... Like
3: a, like a Z-Wave system? Everything talks to each other?
0: Kind of. And they're saying... like Right now, the issue is... Millimeter waves have about a 200 to 500 meter range.
3: Yeah.
0: And they're saying they can get it up to 1.5 kilometers.
3: Really, really it's powerful. Really
0: powerful. So, you know, that's why we're all going to have cancer... You yeah, know. don't stand yeah. close to this thing. You can click It's
5: like gigantic microwaves. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> it makes a noise. The air
0: vibrates. It's like, is
3: that good? It's fine. It's fine. You got fast internet. Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
4: That's hey,
5: if you sleep with your phone next to you, that's microwaves,
0: right? I have put it
3: under my pillow to shut it up before.
5: Yep.
3: And fallen asleep.
5: People actually say you're supposed to not put your phone directly against your skin. You're supposed to, like, hold it a few inches away from your ears. And, yeah.
0: I bet they're right. <laughs> they're probably right.
5: <laughs> this is really cool, though. I I, I always like seeing competition towards the ISPs, like Google Fiber. And, I mean, if it wasn't by that guy who did Arrow, I would say this is probably BS. But
0: Right,
4: that's and that, a, that's why that I'm really interested in
0: it.
5: in it. That guy is a straight-up genius, and mm. he's, yeah, so
0: we'll see. Uh, yeah, so it would be interesting. Maybe in the next couple of years, we'll all have gigabit internet. Yeah, for except super if cheap. you
3: live in the country. If you live more than a kilometer away from somebody, you're screwed. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done some type of, like um like the balloon technology that everybody talks about, like putting up a bunch of balloons in the jet stream or something that allows you to access, you know, that Google wireless internet stuff yeah that's
5: Google that, that's for like third world countries areas where they don't have internet and it's kind of it's like super slow like yeah
0: it not like yeah 2G edge yeah. kind of speeds yeah, um, but it's yeah.
5: awesome it, that's awesome
3: it is a cool thing though
2: yeah
0: mm. any of those
3: links in there Alex that you wanted to talk about which Alex uh director Alex you
2: uh can we gripe about the reaction videos thing
3: oh yeah about the fine bros
2: yeah Absolutely. Oh, Jesus. You, want to
3: take the, you want to take the reins or you want yeah, me to go pitch for it. about this one?
2: Uh, who?
0: Go, go, Alex.
3: I was just talking to this too. But... Um,
2: I don't know much about this except for what I've seen popularized on Reddit and this article is just, so people have reaction videos and these one guys are, have tons more and they've copyrighted some shit and now they're trying to copyright reaction videos in general and abuse how YouTube does the uh, copyright report system. And it's just I, I don't even know who these people are. I didn't hear of them before a couple of days ago, but I want them to be crucified.
3: Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Like medieval Testament style? Yeah, we can draw like I'm fine with sure.
4: that. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
5: Pinebroads yeah, have actually been around for a long time. They were some of, like, the, I think they were some of, like, the original. You, you know, know those You know those
3: videos time. where they have teenagers, like, uh try to put a cassette in a cassette player? Like, <sighs> they'll get, like, 14-year-olds. And they'll record the, video, the reaction videos of oh, like, what, is the, what are they doing here? And, and the, the guys are like, I don't know. Or they have like 14 year olds try on Jinko Pants and they record the reaction. Like, what the fuck are these? You know, it's that kind of videos. Or old people smoke weed for the first time. You ever seen those on YouTube? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's those guys. Those are the guys who popularized that genre. Yeah. They're copywriting that style. A video,
2: Yeah, not it's not be their to logo it. or anything, it's just the style. If you have a reaction video of anything, they'll yeah. sue you. And...
5: Well, so, because I actually, sorry, I actually, they did an update today, and I've been kind of trying to follow this closely. I think part of it is they did not explain it well, but also part of it is they're assholes. They're definitely being dicks about it. A, they actually tr- are trying to trademark the word react. Yeah, react. Yeah, so they're not actually copywriting anything. They're trying to trademark, right? I think what they're copywriting is their brand, basically. So it's not if, a new
2: word. It's not like they're copywriting the word Google when they made it up. Right. It's a word in the English it's language. It's really dumb. Man. They're it's not
3: from- copywriting the actual word. They're trademarking the word inside of the YouTube universe. So inside of the YouTube universe, if you use React as part of your title for your video, you're gonna be infringing on their trademarks or opinions or verses, like people versus technology. Like a lot of things they're trying to trademark, not just React. It's not just that. And it is a straight money grab. Like they're just shitty people. Like that guy that bought the uh, that um what was it, cancer medicine that was seven bucks and now it's a thousand? Yeah. yeah
2: right. it's, screw- it's, screw- it's, really... it's, it's
5: the same. You know, thing. the actual the actual word that they're trying to to trade. they're actually trying to file a trademark for the word react, this is actually the, there's like a screenshot of the, in that article. And yeah, and so it's actually up for, there's like a period of of where the public can oppose the trademark. So go ahead and and do that. (laughs) It's pretty messed up. And then what, so really what the problem is that they're, they're saying like, they're gonna, they're only gonna go after people by go after they mean send takedown requests to people who are using their style or it, the problem is they they don't define what their thing is
2: yeah so they can apply like, it to everyone
5: exactly and, and like people keep asking like what is they keep saying our structure and people keep asking like what is what is the structure can you list out in defined words what it is that we can't you know, would that would be infringing, and they literally can't do that, and that's, that's the problem.
3: They need yeah, a lawyer. That,
2: that is the problem. Oh, yeah. they have lawyers.
3: Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, I know they've got money. I understand. Now,
5: they really need to do is stop doing, or or, yes. or at least like a hundred percent say we will never ever go after you if you do a React video. That's what they and they they're kind of trying to say that, to, but they're really not saying that. And the doublespeak is what people really are but, getting turned but off they way. said
2: in their video, which I only know because I watched Critical's reaction to the their reaction announcement thing, which is hilarious, <laughs> but they said, like, if you see other people doing these react things, then you need to take it down because it's hurting the community. So they're telling people to go after others.
5: Yeah, they, I, they did an update today. I think it was today. It was either today or yesterday. And if you watch that, they try and kind of go back on what they said. And they're like, guys, we we explained it badly the real problem is that you know microsoft the same thing happened to them um, when they released xbox 1 like yeah there were some shitty policies that they were trying to push through but the real problem was their their messaging was bad they no, didn't. it
3: wasn't it was i don't care how you wrap that up <laughs> if you told me no. that my xbox had to stay online all the time to play a fucking game that i bought that was a cd from walmart
2: that's, yeah, that's there's not no, the
3: that way that I'm going to be happy about it. The same way you can't package these fine bros telling me that they can trademark the word react. Well, like, that's just there are ridiculous. two different
5: scenarios. Like, the fine bros but, are just really fucking wrong. But with, with specifically with, with the Xbox, there's actually a lot of benefits that come with having to be on 100% of the time. No, there isn't. The, there's, there, if, if developers no, there know there that isn't. the game is. There might be to benefits to
2: having it online, if the developers but you know should also have the choice to, be, to take it off.
3: Yeah, that, if I can't take hey, if I can't but, take my Xbox to play, getting, uh, if I can't take stuff. it to my grandmother's to play during that's, Christmas when all the fucking parents are bothering me, and she doesn't have internet or it's so shitty that I can't really connect to it, and I can't play it, like that's, I don't know. And uh, fuck that's that.
5: One side, that's one side of the argument. The other side is now the developers can't put in features in the game that require the game to be online because there are people who want to play it offline. There are two sides to that argument.
2: What features those,
5: those are features so important. Should,
3: should just not work like if you 're talking about like knowing the actual weather in your GTA five cell phone, it there just shouldn 't work
5: there was a lot of stuff specifically on the Microsoft platform they were trying to do with like offloading CPU processes and, and stuff so they could do a lot of the processing yeah, cloud
3: based CPU yeah, yeah. that'll still work
5: that. no
3: it doesn 't work it doesn 't well, work right not like,
5: online they can 't count on that
3: so it's some games available. So the they idea. is... there there are two
5: sides. It's a greater issue than it, it like emphatically it's, it's a greater issue than than good or bad. That's not really the the, the point. Right. Is Microsoft yeah, didn't do. Yeah. A good, they didn't talk about enough about the good parts of it.
3: And I don't see how the funders are gonna sell me on the good parts of this. Thing. Of
5: course, that it's that's there really is no example I guess I could bring up that. That way, it's, just no, it's just them being shitty. you can bring really up examples
3: stupid. of other human beings being yeah. shitty yeah like the you cancer mean, medicine when, guy.
5: in the end part of what they're trying to do is give people like share their platform and their popularity with people so like if they put your video on their channel you're going to get way more views than if you have your own channel probably because they're the most watched react video channel on YouTube
2: okay that so, doesn't require a trademark name
5: Sure, I agree totally. They should cut out all that exactly. other shit and just focus on the put videos on our platform. Yeah,
3: make partner, make partnership deals.
5: Yeah, definitely fucked up. Money,
3: yeah. well, fuck them. Money <laughs> you got them uh,
5: yeah, I mean, I you know, and I it's going back to the Microsoft thing. Like, I when they first announced all that stuff, I totally agreed with you. Like. It was shitty that they were like, you have to keep the game, the you know, you have to keep it plugged in, and then they tried to say, like, oh, well, it'll only have to be plugged in once, and then we'll know that it's online, and they were they just kept going back and back and back until eventually they so said... So if you
3: wanted to sell me a game that was, like, unbelievably powerful because it had cloud-based CPU, yeah. then you should sell me that game under that, like, premise. Like, it should make sense to me. I, I guess I'm hardcore enough that I would read the fine print and know it was... Yeah. And there's the people who would buy it and then be disappointed when they had to have internet. I mean
5: that's just one of the I that's just one of the things that being online all the time gives you. There's probably way others that, you know
3: Yeah. That that's a cost to benefit thing, and I yeah. I get I get really frustrated when Steam won't let me play a game.
5: Yeah. yeah and I, I, people forget how shitty Steam was when it first came out. It was yeah. down all the time. It was shitty. But it's changed the world. You can't you can't even imagine a world without Steam now. So,
3: I like
0: GOG. Yeah, GOG solid.
5: Story about GOG. Um, I bought The Witcher three from them because it was I was from some discount site that was giving GOG keys. And when I moved my computer from Windows seven to Windows ten, I lost my save file. It Was probably like twenty hours of which isn't that much, but. Just totally had a, it was like okay you have to start over because they didn't have cloud saves like Steam does. <laughs> like I didn't even think about it. I totally took that. Like I was just like oh there must be cloud saves. I'll just open the game up and it'll be fine. But
3: no, you're hardly connected to GOG once you the game.
5: Uh, they actually released a. I don't know if it's still in beta, but they have their own like desktop they app do,
3: now. They do. Yeah,
0: yeah, Galaxy.
5: Yeah, and they're supposed to be building in cloud support for that. So. We'll see, but I do like the idea behind GOG. I do.
3: Yeah, full DRM free. Mm -hmm. And I like how they buy old games and clean them up. Yeah, make them playable. Yeah.
5: I'm hoping they eventually release SWAT Four. I really want to play that game again.
0: Oh, the SWAT games, man! Those are old school. You want to talk old school, man? That's old school.
5: (laughs) Yeah, SWAT Four was amazing. It was like there was like non-lethal takedowns and like. You could like taser people, or you could just get your handcuffs. Uh, similar, the uh, Rainbow Six. Uh, uh, you, no, no, no. Uh, Rain- the games before that. This was uh, Rainbow Six New Something Vegas. Yeah, I do. I, I
3: was <laughs> New Vegas too, but I, couldn't figure it out. I was like, that's I awesome. think it's, <laughs> is it Las Vegas. I anyway, think but, Las Vegas. Yeah, Rainbow Six. Yeah, Las Vegas.
5: The, they did Las Vegas and Las Vegas too, and those were. So the thing about. <laughs> That gives me to think about the thing about Siege. That game's a huge disappointment. I don't know. Did you guys play
3: that? It's just too small. Yeah, it's like, it's like Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Like, why? Why are all modern games like so small? It, they feel like a two hundred page book nowadays. Instead of because
5: like, because they know they can they can leverage the IP to make people buy the game even if there's no content.
3: Yeah, I know. So, I, I I yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> But I I mean, I miss, you know, N64 games that were 200 200 megabits that felt like a full series of novels, and now we get to these that are, you know, 43 gigabytes, and you can play... There's like two levels. It's like four classes and two levels. You're like, what the fuck is this? This is a demo. (laughs) In the 90s, this would have been a demo. (laughs)
5: Well, talking about... Talking about, I don't know if you guys are like trying to end the show. I don't want to keep talking, but talking about like always online—that's another one of the benefits because now developers can add content to a game because they know that you're going to be able. Yeah,
3: thirty dollars. You can download this. No, not
5: always. Like Mario um mario maker and uh splatoon both recently especially splatoon when that came out people were like this is there's no content here just like three maps and then they added more and more guns and more and more maps and it became like one of the best games of the year what
2: happened to GTA games 5, that finish thing? like actually done when people could buy them <laughs> i missed
5: that time that's the thing like <laughs> I uh, again that time, like <laughs> there's there's an up and down to to, most of, to a lot of these situations, the, the upside of being able to release content after the game is officially released is they can respond to player feedback. So.
3: Yeah, that is a good thing. I agree. I, I don't mind the DLCs, but they should be DLCs like Witcher 3. Yes. Yeah. Like, when you get Witcher 3, you get a full fucking game that you can play for a year. Or like Skyrim. Like, Skyrim is the perfect examples of how to do a DLC. Yeah. You get a game that people can play. You've been playing for four years and never finished the main quest, and then you can <laughs> add a whole new... Almost the same amount of content again with DLCs.
5: Yeah, I don't know. Well, those are those C- CD Projekt Red and Bethesda. They're like th- some of the best game companies out there, really.
3: Well, f- fucking step up, guys! <laughs> <laughs> billions of dollars. and You can't make us a game.
2: CD Projekt uh, Red is Hollywood. like an indie company in Poland, and they put out fantastic games. Right, yeah. and but like, why can't the other big companies do just as well as they did?
4: Well, I think
5: part part of the problem is like like a, like ubisoft they're working on like five gigantic t- <laughs> why do you give me that look for? <laughs> You're like roll your eyes they work on like five gigantic titles a year and they
2: again can't get any of them nice I mean, you know i've
3: actually put a lot really of it's di- really i've put a lot of thought into why games suck nowadays <laughs> like why why back in the 90s in the early 2000s could you get a game that was just unbelievably good right like there's just gem, all of the real gems seem to have come from a time in the past right i think it was because the games weren't so difficult to program that you had less delusion of responsibility and people putting their dirty fingers in it back in the day doom was doom was wrote by like four people or something right like one main guy wrote it like one person could make a whole video game so you could get like an actual piece of artwork that one person got to decide they got to take a chance it's like either this is going to be great because I loved it and this is exactly what I wanted to bring into the universe, and it succeeds because everybody else is like, "Wow, this is one of the coolest things ever," or it flops. But you got those games back in the day that were just so good, like I like Half Life. I mean, uh, Counter Strike. Didn't one guy just mod Half Life?
5: Yeah. So I, I, I understand. I kind of understand where you're, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, because of because <laughs> of online platforms and digital distribution, it's easier than ever for right. smaller indie That's companies to. So, well, uh, you like Undert-
3: really the great games that have played recently.
5: Yeah, like, like, like Undertale. Games.
3: Yeah.
5: Undertale was made by one guy, pretty much.
0: Right. Well, see, you're you're bouncing up against the real issue, Ryan. Is AAA games are so expensive now yeah. mm-hmm. that they have to p- p- turn out a mass-produced product. To make money because it 's so yeah. expensive to make them, where yeah. your indie games and your older games you know they it, you could do it with a couple of people, and that's fine mm-hmm. you know uh,
3: I just find that's where the more enjoyable games come from though it's like modern day indie games and the older games are actual to me like games like i 'm actually playing something I like like papers, please, or punch club you know I feel like. One person probably made that for a college, you know, you know, <laughs> project or something and it just turns out to be an amazing game. I don't know. That just You guys s-
5: played Needhog? Which one? Needhog? No, N I D D H O G. Oh, you got to get that. It's so good. That's another like indie game. It's really good. That's a good one. Needhog? Need? Hog. Needhog. Need it's on Steam. If you just type in N I D D H O G. Or I could, yeah, like that. It's really good. That's but that's like more. That's a multiplayer game. You you want to have at least another person,
4: okay.
5: to play. Um, oh, it's this game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've I've seen this game a lot. I just yeah. never actually played it.
5: But you know, there's it's actually really interesting that you, we bring this up about indie games because there's there's um in the past year. Um, Ubisoft came out with Grow Home and I think well Square Enix came out with Life is Strange um, and, ne- and this year EA is doing Unravel and they're all like these really small indie games it's just kind of interesting I think the bigger studios now are seeing like the benefit of, of having a smaller team well
0: yeah you know, EA and Ubisoft you know, they tend to be more publishers and developers so even though like, all the Assassin's Creed games are you know Ubisoft games it's like four different studios that produce them that's how you get one a year so one one studio is producing one assassin's creed every like 3 years or something like that so they they it's probably like buying up you know sort of like what Budweiser is doing with craft beer they're buying up a lot of craft beer brands beer yeah. brands now and it's probably the same kind of thing where they're buying up or filling with much smaller studios to put out these indie
5: games yeah, Grow Home was actually bought as a studio that was bought, but they became part of Ubisoft. So it's not like that. That um, it's not like a separate developer published or made the game and then Ubisoft published it. They're actually taking these indie studios and incorporating them into their own house, basically.
4: Yeah. Right.
0: Right. That's interesting.
3: Hmm. Well. I hate to do it, but I'm gonna have to call it. I gotta go to bed soon.
0: <laughs> All right, it's probably good. We've been we've been going for well, right at ninety minutes. It's a good podcast. Thank, I'd like to thank everyone for coming on. If y'all would like to plug your show and where everyone can find you, because everyone's gonna want to find you. Come on, we have like yeah. tens of people who listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> tens. Yeah.
2: If you are a Dresden nerd like the rest of us, then we are having Jim Butcher on our show on February thirteenth. We'll be recording. Exciting. On, at three p.m. mountain time so five p.m. eastern time on February 13th are and y'all
0: freaking out
5: I'm yeah. really freaking out I'm so scared
4: yeah <laughs> I
0: would be too
2: <laughs> yeah and if you have questions and stuff you can send it to us uh, the official email is Dresden Files podcast all one word at gmail.com and yeah. twitter uh,
5: twitter.com slash dresdencast
2: Awesome. And, and we are definitely freaking out
0: and we will be on the dresden files podcast next weekend yeah uh, so you can find us there if you want to visit us there which we will be much more involved with the dresden dresdening obviously <laughs> so
5: yeah uh. uh do want to say one more time i'm gonna plug it again life is strange you guys <laughs> should all play seriously life-changing game. Play it. let me know if you let me know if you play it because i'm desperate <laughs> for people to talk about it with. I literally just like started messaging everyone I know on Facebook, like, have you played this game? Have you played this game? <laughs> it's so good. It's like
3: your Candy Crush.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. But Candy Crush doesn't end. This game, it's, it's so good. Please play <laughs> <All> it.
3: <right.
0: laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for coming out to the Forty Two Podcast, and we will see you all next week.
4: Bye.